goodness oh my goodness it is the 28th of may 2022 and episode 110 of the cocktail hour welcome everyone welcome how you doing fellas wow yeah wow the freeway 110 freeway that's what i think of that i think that was america's that was america's first freeway was it really yeah Yeah. some people are still on it from that time Uh, yeah (laughs) it does how long it takes (laughs) car up on the jack (laughs) yeah how much time to the next exit? I got to see Disneyland. You know, mm. you guys okay? What's you okay, you fellas? Yeah, I'm moving. I'm moving in. Uh, uh, I'm moving in uh, second gear here. I can't seem to get going. You know, I don't yeah. know why. It could be the you know the grayness, and it's a little chilly outside for me. Yeah, it is. It is. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm uh, still recovering from my second booster shot that I got the other day. Ooh, Are you feeling right. it? You know, my yesterday my arm was sore, and I you know took some Advil. I was all right. I nothing, there's nothing really going on. I'm going to I'm going to Florida, so I need to I need to get all the protection I can. I need a full body condom to go to Florida. But um, yeah, and a lobotomy. Oh, they give they you you get that yeah. from the food there. <laughs> but, oh, no. um, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I'm just kind of I'm kind of like. A little bit draggy, but it could be that because you know before a cocktail hour show, I spend I spend time in the morning like looking at the news and news reports and trying to think about topical things for us to talk about. And damn it, if it isn't, everything is terrible. Everything. I mean, the only good news is they're about to turn that um, telescope a million miles away in space. They're going to start looking at stuff, and we can look at other planets that might be shittier than this one there's one that's so close to a sun it's about the size of earth and it's so close to its sun that it is just made of lava and it rains lava and so like well you know it's not that bad well you just go indoors there's no indoor everything's (laughs) everything's lava oh your air conditioning bill is whoa yeah yeah so um well, if it's made out of lava somewhere, it's not melting away. So somewhere on that planet. Oh, yeah, that's what they don't understand is like they, yeah, they figured it... they figured that the planet must rotate some perfect direction so it doesn't melt. So like the backside cools while the front side lavas and, you know, all wow. that kind of stuff. But that's one of the things they want to look at. They want to look at that one. And there's another planet about the side. They're just looking for like Earth sized planets. These are like 40 million light years away. And there's another one that um, has absolutely no atmosphere. It's like an Earth-sized rock in space. There's no, no gas, no nut. Like it doesn't have anything. And they're just like, huh? Let's let's check that out. See, so. that's the kind of you know when you do space travel, you know, you go on, uh, you know, Elon Musk Airways, and they send you to space. That would be the only one I could afford, right? You're gonna you go. Know. You're gonna go to rock planet and or lava get, planet. Yeah, lava, yeah, lava yeah. planet. Life expectancy is a little, is a little less, but not much. You know, you, you, you know, you pay. You know, you pay. You know, like Kelly calls most airlines like mucus class, and you get in that, you know, yeah. shuttle thing that Elon Musk is somehow charging us for, and you get up there, and you don't get to go to the really nice Eden. You go to the lava. Mm, yeah. No, I'm sure yeah, that. I'm sure that Elon Musk wants to get back to Mars because there's something he can 
trigger there that will call his um, planetary alien race back to come pick him up. It's like, oh shit, we've been here for too long. Take me back to, you know, nerd. Well, that's planet. his fault for not bringing his transmitter with him when he came yeah. to Earth. Maybe yeah, that's man. what he used. That's what he used to make something that made him all that money. Exactly. You think he's an alien, huh? Yeah, of course. Look at that guy. He's an alien. We may, I mean, he may not be a hundred percent alien. He may just be 20% alien, but you know, if he was a real normal guy, he'd be hanging out with us. Not, you know, not yeah. doing Elon. My Musk. question is, he's supposed to be such a smart guy, right? Did he know. spend, well, I don't know, but didn't, didn't he spend time? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you want to spend time if you're that smart and you're, you're that aware of things with like um, Stephen Hawking when he was around? See, that's a guy. I think I think they I think he lived a long time because aliens were afraid of him because he was like smarter than they were. And he's like, wow, this guy's smart. You yeah. Know, did, wouldn't if you're Elon Musk, why wouldn't you have going on? Hey, I'd like to talk to you about something because, you know, I'm an alien, but I can't tell people. And I got this car. Right. That's really cool. <laughs> this alien you know? car. Yeah. You know, can you help me out here a little bit? What should I be doing? You know, since you know the universe so well, other than making shit ton money. Well, I mean, you know, is Elon Musk smart? Did he ever hang out with Chris with Christopher Walken, with Stephen Hawking? And <laughs> you know, and then Stephen Hawking probably, although he could imagine the world, he, I don't know that he experienced a whole lot of things, right? No. You know, that's a shame though. I don't know. What else is going on? So so you guys are getting a lot of downer, huh? A lot of downer news, I guess. I don't know. I don't watch it anymore. Really? I just make my own shit up. You yeah. Know, well, much, you know, you you might money. as you might as well because some people in America are is likely to believe stuff you make up as real things. So there you go. I just what bothers me is the price of stuff. That's what's getting to yeah, me. Yeah, I'm feeling that. Yeah, it's all fake, isn't it? Yeah, gas just, prices it, are so high. There's no reason for that. My wife was telling me she went to a local bakery here, right down the one over there on on Victory, yeah. right? The one begins with an M. Um, get those tea cakes. Yeah. Yeah. She said she bought, I can't remember what it was, uh, like a scone or something, uh-huh. right? $4 and 75 cents for one scone. She says it wasn't too many, you know, months or years ago that it was a dollar 29. A cupcake is $4. One cupcake is $4. Wow. Now, okay. I mean, that's just ridiculous. I mean, come on. Why do people go? Why do people go there? Why do you go to a bakery to buy a cupcake for four dollars when you can well, go to the grocery store and get cupcake mix for a dollar twenty nine and make a whole bunch of them? Well, I think that's that's the key here. Is like you, that's you know, what I, I need to open up a bakery. Yeah, but well, why if you would got a, if you got a product that is special? That's why you know. Oh, I don't think it was. I mean, these guys weren't. This wasn't a special. This was just your everyday cupcake. You go in there and you buy it. That place is not that good. I mean, I don't think so I, either. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go there for. I mean, if I was in France and somebody was like, "Oh, you know, Monsieur, I have a cupcake," I would expect it to be really good. Go into that place, <clears> I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, let me have one of those." I've never been there. I haven't, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. But it, but but I'm sitting here trying to think. Well, why would you mark it up so much? What what's costing you more money? Is it just salaries? Is it gasoline? Or is it, your rent's not gone up? I'm sure. I don't know. It's it's all it's all lies, right? So they. That gas is more expensive, but there's no real reason for that. Flour, you know, costs more to drive from the 
you know, Los Angeles flower distributory, you know, all that kind of stuff, but nothing's, nothing's real. And at the end of the day, your average office worker going to take cupcakes to their coworkers, they're going to stop by somewhere on the way in. They don't, they don't have a choice. She's going to go oh, to the grocery store and get shittier cupcakes instead of, you know, ones from that place. Cause it's, Oh, I drove by so-and-so I bought us these cupcakes and Oh, thank you. We love you. We will work late today for you because you brought us cupcakes. Bullshit. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking at what else was I looking at the prices or something? I don't know. It's just, it, it, I'm just like, really? What's changed? I went to dinner the other night. It was a friend of ours birthday. It was just a, you know, Wednesday night, maybe. And mm-hmm. we went up to that place on the hill, you know, where you go yeah. for the view and yeah. It used to be a really, really shitty meal, and now it's not so, so shitty. But so I went with this guy, his, this woman's husband, and he's like, you know what? I've always wanted to try the Tower of Seafood. And I'm like, oh, I haven't heard of the Tower of Seafood. Tower of Seafood? Yeah. So, you know, they give you the menu, and uh, Tatiana, <laughs> our, our server, she had, she had eyelash extensions that were black and white. Like, imagine you splashed some corrosive bleach on your eyelashes and it turned you know <laughs> just little pieces of my i couldn't take my how do you know they were fake <laughs> they were Don't. fake they were really you know i'm just i'm just trying to where to help deville sounds like she had um she had a lot of you know really small um word art tattoos all over her you know like right at her right at her collarbone you know adam's apple had a tattoo that said i am and then on one of her arms where she dropped the places off, there's one that was, you know, said, believe things like that. So she was, you know, just had, you know, you get those at, you know, you get those at Hobby Lobby. There's a corner of the store. You go back there and you get your word art tattoos, you know, yeah. It's, yeah, for the got, non-Christians. They got, they got an ex-con <laughs> doing that. But uh, so yeah. Yeah. they, they have, you know, they have things that are, because you just sit down on the porch waiting for the sunset, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And they had, you know, things like drinks, like cocktails that come out and they're under a, a bell jar and the bell jar is completely filled with smoke. So you can't see what's in the, you know, what's in there and they bring it out on a, you know, everybody around tables around us, we're getting it. And it's called the bell drink, like beauty and the beast bell. So it looks like the thing that held the rose and beauty and the beast, I guess. So they bring this thing out and then they make a big dramatic reveal. They lift the jar off the drink and the smoke dissipates everywhere. And there's this beautiful chartreuse colored drink that you get, you know, that kind of thing. So that's, that's what the restaurant is about. So the tower of seafood, $180 for an appetizer. And it is, Lobster, oysters, scallops, crab claws, shrimp cocktail. Yeah, I mean, this, I mean, okay. the, the oysters, raw, oysters on the half shell, and the scallops were not cooked, but the crab claws and all this kind of stuff. And the lobster is kind of like the front half of him is on a plate going "Help me," and the back half of him is cut open so you can eat the eat the tails and all. So it we got like this it thing. Should have been called I mean, the uh, seafood crucifixion. You know, yeah, I mean, like, it, was yeah. The, it was the fucking tower of seafood. People were walking by and we weren't the only table getting it. You know, there were people of, you know, like big parties that were getting the tower of seafood along with their chartreuse drinks and stuff. But um, hell of an event, you know, 180, 100, our check was, was a lot, but we got the uh, $180 appetizer 
Did you have any uh, of this tower? Of I had a shitload of it. Oh man, I <laughs> and against my better judgment, like I don't, I don't think people should eat raw oysters anymore. Because really? we, don't know, we don't know where they come from. They're you know bottom feeding filters, right? Do they, you know, do they come from the Gulf of Mexico and they're still cleaning up after that oil, big oil spill? You know what what's going on in the world? I don't know, but by God, I ate a bunch of those. I've used to I used to eat oysters all the time, and I love them. And I hadn't had them, so I had you know probably had five or six of them myself. And you're fine, right? Nothing happened. You didn't, uh, you know, you, you don't you know. Didn't, like, you didn't you shit don't, your liver, like, right? How long does it take for worms to really take hold? You know, a few months, I mean, few months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they gotta they gotta go through a few life cycles before they show up in your brain matter, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But right now, right now, I'm all right. And, Good. Uh, Good. Maybe the COVID shot killed some of that stuff, but um. Yeah, it was, you know, th- that shit was expensive. 180 bucks for some yeah. co- cool seafood. Like well, I, I, last week, crab we, legs too, like those, those Alaskan king crab legs, which ooh, I also legs. never get and are surprisingly delicious. They're you guys ever good. eat those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go to I Costco, go, go to Costco oh. and get a big thing of the oh, Alaskan yeah. king crab legs. and I love those. Boil them up nice and you throw a little seasoning in that pot. And man, whew, yeah, I, I could. We should do that sometime. We should do a big we seafood should. bonanza. Yeah, I got a big old kettle too that I put them in. And so it's, I heard that you're supposed to steam them, not boil them. Though I don't know, I've never cooked. Them. I I never tried steaming them. I could do that, but the boiling seems to work. I boiled crabs and shrimp and things like that. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But, well, John, last weekend, you know, we uh, were out, and it was the first time I've ever tried. Um, well, not really the first time. A long, long, long time. I've tried um, uh, sushi? sushi. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. got to tell you, not a fan. Not a fan. Really? No. No. I'm surprised. You know, at, in retrospect, I'm I'm surprised we went there because you and your spouse were such not fans of that. So there's six of us go to a restaurant. My wife and I, we, we eat sushi. It's no big deal. The Our guests from out of town, obviously, they eat a lot of sushi, just high, high volume mounds of sushi. And uh, Danny and his wife were like, I don't like it. Nope, don't like that. Oh, I'm not eating that. No way. Nope. I try, try no, it. I don't want to try the You try something like, oh, ah, uh, yeah, nope. And I'm like, why didn't we go to a steakhouse? Wow. I mean, well, we went somewhere that you and the missus <laughs> didn't want to go to. Well, I'll tell you why, because it's something that my wife and I have been working on and talking about. It's like, you know, we're going to get in a rut, you know? And what? We'll to, yeah. You know that. And we go to the same places or we don't try things. And our guests, you know, wanted to do that. And, and, you know, I also, you know, you want to, you want to appease your guest, Right. And I'm thinking, why not? I should go and try it. And there's got to be something on that menu that I can eat. And by the way, there was, there was actually a, a number of things <laughs> that was, were very good. We didn't get it. You know, had they, del- yeah, have they given our food, we would have enjoyed it. I guarantee you. Yeah. But, um, so I'm, I'm glad I tried it. And my wife was too, when she, when she tried the uh, sea urchin, which tasted to me just like the scallops, you know, it was, you know, slimy, little slimy, semi-hard things. Um, But um, so I was glad that we did that. I'm glad. And I want to try something. I want to, I want to, I want to be more adventuresome, you know, because, (laughs) you know, of course I can't now I can't afford it. You know, I could, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try the $4 cupcake. I think, I think that's a big step for me. You know, <laughs> I'd rather have a $4 taco. Yeah. You know, like go, go to one of those trucks and then like, I'm not sure what this word is. Give me a taco of it. 
and then you go, you eat it and you're like, Oh, that's pretty good. And you go home and you look at, it's like a, you know, testicle brain <laughs> melange taco. Yeah. Mm, all right. There you go. But see, at least that I understand if you're sp- overspending for a taco or some something something from yeah. the truck, because yeah. that's the, the the stove's you know you know is mobile. It's, it's using a lot of gas to get to the corner. You know, so raise yeah, your prices. I, think, I think I think all of the price increases are just people taking advantage of us because they we can't. didn't buy that shit in 2020. You know, we stayed home. We didn't do anything. So now. Oh, you didn't, you didn't go anywhere. You didn't fly anywhere because everything was grounded. We couldn't sell you oil. So take this $6.20 a gallon at the Costco or whatever, you know, and you, you drive by Costco, man, there are 1500 cars waiting to get gas. I mean, they're out, you know, backed up as far as you can go. And I'm like, we shouldn't, you know, law of supply and demand. There should be something like, well, Six dollars is our limit, and that's all. That's all we're willing to pay, and you know, fill up our suburbans and you know RVs and stuff like that. And if it goes to six twenty, we should be like, "Fuck it, I'll just walk." Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the and then all the oil companies would be like, "Oh, maybe we should lower our price because our margins are." But you know, no, we're fifteen hundred of us are waiting to you know get it yeah. seven cents less at Costco. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't know. I, um. What was, what was I going to say about that? Um, you're talking about your fleet of cars and how, how you have to keep them all gassed up. What are you talking about? You don't never use it. You, you got a, you got a ton of cars. I had four drivers. I had four cars, right? Now, now you got three drivers and you got four cars. You send that other car back. Going to going to figure this out. I mean, especially when you, the one, the rental you got just save shit. You keep it. No, I'm going to decide if we're going to keep the car and you know, if the daughter unit does not, you know, come back from New York or whatever. Fine. Then, or she does, you know, fine. Go buy a car. You know, mm-hmm. you're working, you know, go mm-hmm. buy something you want, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause what eventually I'm still trying to decide, you know, if I, mean, I you should get sell, it. once you get your, that car fixed, you should sell it the next day because you will make 40% more than you would have made. Well, last year. here's what I've heard about that though. Cause it's been in two accidents. Eh, right? Nobody cares. Just sell them Craigslist. Oh, How are they going to find out? Yeah, that's they walk true. around well, it and they go, okay, uh, yeah. Well, Carfax, they'll look it up. Can't you look it up on Carfax? You or probably whatever can, but nobody does. Uh, Carfax I mean, only works if the body shops report it. But I think that they have they have to when the insurance company's involved. It's a Carfax. Let me yeah. tell you, when I sold when I sold my Cadillac, I'd been in thirty eight accidents, zero of them my fault. Rear ended. People, woman yep. hits my door when I get out of the car. People, you know, just. But all kinds of just always bash the fuck up and you know insurance yeah. company paid to put it all back together so when i sold it for a song it was a you know nobody cared guys like i'm buying this i'm buying this for my yeah. high school kid and i'm like well you better kiss him goodbye because he's gonna kill himself in it but yeah yeah because what, what a 450 in it or something some crazy thing oh, yeah like that. <laughs> it, had, it had all the <laughs> it had all the engine and the windows were black i mean you know if he didn't kill himself flipping it on a you know curvy road he was going to get gunned down by rival drug dealers just because it looks like that kind of car <laughs> but, um, he lived you know, in some other town i didn't give talking a shit. about going back to price gouging, you know you know who else is price gouging now or, or overcharging doctors and the way so, in which yeah well i've got two stories one first of all this telehealth thing right that's a way for them to make money 
right? Because think about it. They can, you know, they can bring you in and out faster. I did a telehealth yesterday with my doctor, right? Between, you know, the nurse's assistant or the physician's assistant and then him, I maybe spent 15 minutes, maybe 20 all combined, right? They're charging me. They're charging my insurance company a full thing. I didn't have to go and sit in the waiting room. They didn't have to. And then, of course, when I do go to the doctor, they seem to take a little longer because I probably they probably figure, well, you're here. You've been waiting in the waiting room for two and a half hours. We might as well see you for six minutes. Yeah, exactly. So they make it longer. And uh, the other thing is I went and had um, some uh, I went to a dermatologist because, you know, for checkup and stuff like that. And I hadn't gone in two years because I was supposed to go right after when the pandemic hit. Of course, I had no issues like I didn't have any open wounds or sores. Did, or you, did you strip down naked and the guy looked all over your whole body to see if you had cancerous? Yes. And it was okay. not a guy. It was a girl. And yeah. And, she, oh. you know, yeah. And I've always had seen that, you know. No, there was no flicking involved, but, mm-hmm. uh, um, um, <laughs> but the problem is, so I go to pay now I've been going to this dermatologist, my family, including my mother have been going to this dermatologist for over 10 years. Okay. okay. That's a yeah. long time. Uh-huh. Show up, uh, you know, Mr. So-and-so, oh, okay. Uh, that will be $412. I'm going, Whoa, 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 Whoa. What's that? Well, by your, your record shows that you haven't been here for two years and anything you know for over two years and anything over two years, we have to charge you as a first time patient, which is basically double. Right. Which I don't know why, because I guess they have. To do you have it. do you have health insurance? Yeah, this doesn't sound like you have health insurance. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, I have health insurance, good insurance. And, it comes, and I kind of I said, but I might I might say it's not good insurance. What the, what the hell is this charge? This is nuts. No, this isn't. This is this is just my portion of it. And then whatever the insurance company pays for the, the procedures and stuff. But anyway, I, I sat there and I thought about it and I got angry. So I, I went in, you know, and, it, and like a fool, I paid it right? and I got angrier and angrier. So I go in and the, the nurse comes in and she says, how are you, Mr. Tonton? And I was going, you know, I'm not in a very good mood right now. And I told her and she said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So the doctor comes in or the physician's assistant wasn't even the doctor. You know, how are you? And I said, you know what? I, I said, you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to do this. I'm taking off. The, you know, I said, I'm not putting on this gown. I said, I'm really upset. Right. And I told her what this, you know, 10 years of fam- whole family. And she goes, oh, well, I'm waiting now. now. Hold on here. So tell me, you know, and I told her and I said, why would I be charged a first time after 10 years? I said, I didn't come here for two years because there was this thing called the pandemic. Right. And you know what? I didn't, it wasn't smart. We weren't supposed to be going out. I said, that's for your safety and mine, blah, blah, blah. She goes, absolutely. She goes, hang on one second. Let me, let me, let me go talk to somebody. So she goes and comes back in five minutes. She goes, Mr. So-and-so, we're so sorry. That's been waived. Don't you worry about it. I've taken care of it. You know, you're right. That's, that's not right. Okay. And I said, oh, well, thank you very much. But I still was kind of mad. So I had the procedure and nothing, you know, check me out. Everything was fine. You know, a couple of things, you know, how they freeze things off, you know, you know, which is ridiculous. Like it's basically, you know, a, a can of condensed air turned upside down and they just freeze it up, you know, whatever it is. Right. So they do a couple, you know, a few of those. Right. So I go to pay, you know, go to leave <laughs> on the they, tip of your wiener. You know, <laughs> well, you need a bigger can. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, so they didn't credit me, but they didn't charge me. Right. So okay. I, get, I thought it was all done. I get a bill the other day. They still charged me as that, took my $412 and said I owned it almost $175. 
So I called him up and the lady was like, no, you're right. I, you know, I, you know, we'll credit you that you should be getting a credit of $130 and all that stuff. Next day, lady calls me, a different lady calls me and says, yeah, Mr. So-and-so, you know, um, so listen, yes, you did get, you know, we did waive that. However, the nurse inadvertently left off some of the procedures that we had done. And we had, you had 11, uh, items you know frozen off and we didn't charge you for those right but what we're going to do is we're just not going to charge you for those and we're going to zero out your balance so i'm not getting my credit all right and i'm going well i gotta be honest with you i don't remember 11 things being frozen off right i said i remember maybe four or five you know maybe there was a couple more i didn't i wasn't paying attention but there was not 11 and she goes well i'm sorry that's what you know blah 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 i said okay all right and I'm thinking, you're just gouging the shit out of me because for two years, people like me didn't come because to the, the, to the doctor, because you know what? It wasn't safe. It wasn't the smart and prudent thing to do, right? Because we didn't have, if I would have had, you know, a really bad mole or something like that, I would have gone and chanced it. And I think you guys, are, you're just ripping us off. So I, you know, I, I finally just said, you know what? I'm done. I'm pulling, I'm pulling all my business. Wow. Right? And I'm going to go to a different dermatologist and I'm going to say that when I go to the different dermatologist, I'm going to say, first of all, what do you charge? Right. I need for a to new know, patient. Yeah. For you a new be. patient. Also, I'm going to say, I need to know exactly what it's going to cost me. Right. Or my insurance company. What are you going to bill me for that? And do I really need that? Cause it's, it's, you know, it's not like it's, you know, a melanoma or, or something like that or, or, you know, so I no, just nobody feel- nobody has a new patient fee. They that's, do. That's bullshit. I've heard of that. I've heard of that. I think. And I'm not saying that's right. I have. I mean, I've you know I've been yeah. paying for hospital but, visits, and you know, but it's a racket. It, 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 no, and, it is. And, and here's they're, the they're just what, they have car payment issues that they need to make up from being shut down from. And if you and your family are you know you're going there and you're complaining about their piddly. $450 new patient fee. They, they want, they want well-to-do customers, you know, yeah, but not, they don't want people to complain about their bills. They want people to just yeah. let them, I mean, I mean, how long have they been ripping off Medicare and Medicaid? You know, Hey, old people, I'm going to charge you for all these things and you don't even get the damn bills. So right. there you go. Yeah. You know, there's some amount of corruption in there. Oh yeah. Like, like bilking the, uh, mm-hmm. the Medicare stuff. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, look at all the stuff they've done like during COVID, you know, the, the, remember I told you that my kid before she went back to college in this past fall had to go get a, had to go get a COVID test within three days of going to school. And so we okay. went and got a test. It was, you know, down in uh, studio city or something like that at this place. And she took the test, no results, no results called, emailed everything. No, sorry. And I'm like, did you lose the results? No, no, no. They're not lost. They just haven't been processed yet. And then she's on campus. There's no test results. So she's just hiding out. She can't actually go to, to class or anything. And she's trying to get a, a you know, a, a COVID test in Texas. <clears throat> and um, so comes out as like, uh, yeah, we, maybe we lost them. We don't, we don't know, but it's been five days and those results would, would be invalid anyway. So we're going to credit you. And I'm like, well, I didn't pay anything. Are you crediting? And they're like crediting, you know, health insurance or whatever. Then I saw like maybe a month ago that that company, you know, True Health or whatever it was called, 
is like having to pay $37 million fine for just doing that same thing to all these people, like charging insurance really? for all these COVID tests and nobody got any results. And it was just, it was just wow. a, a racket. You get these, you get these folks. I think they convince themselves that, you know, I'm, I'm somebody really important and you know, I'm do this kind of stuff and I can, you know, all we're doing is taking the money that's available to us and it's not, we're not hurting anyone and they, and they get in there because Danny, I, I tell you, I have heard of medical professionals that say, I don't, you know, I don't take insurance, right? If you want me mm-hmm. to help you with your allergies, it's $2,500 and this is what you get. And I don't do it. You can do your own insurance or whatever, but this is my charge and you don't yep. have to come here. Like that's a, that's kind of a popular thing, but to say, I'm going to do insurance and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm just going to give you a fucking fee to to be a new patient no i don't trust that now yeah no i'm good you know yeah, i gotta tell you what it. i got a der- i got a dermatologist he's got the whitest palest ghost-like skin of any human i've ever seen he's <laughs> never been in the sun in his whole life he will uh he'll freeze some stuff off of you it's just i just don't understand you know being a business owner i, I get it you know you have overhead and all that stuff but it's like I look at it like the same thing as they say, as you as an individual, you should have four months, six months salary in reserve in case something happens, right? Well, isn't Mm -hmm. a contingency. And here's the other thing, you know, these doctors or, you know, these businesses when COVID hit, I guarantee you, they applied for PPE assistance and they got probably whatever, you know, they got, they got a share of it. Right, because yeah. they've because they've got accountants. But you know, on they're top they're, they're paying their um medical school loans still yeah. at age fifty, or or even if they're paying their nurses or they're paying their staff because they don't want to do that. And I I I think that's you know honorable. But at the same time, don't come after me a year two years later because you know you didn't have enough money. Right, you took a hit. A lot of people took a hit. Right, you know, and and all of us would have if I you know. If I wouldn't have had my job, I would have taken a hit. You know, I don't know yeah. what that means. You would, I would have applied for well, but the, but the, and, the, or loans the nice or thing is, if you're rich enough, you don't have to take a hit. If you're one of those, you know, investment banks or whatever, and you're too big to fail, the government will bail your ass out. Even if oh, you yeah. don't, I mean, you're right. Everybody, every business, you should have a contingency. You should have stuff. Yes. Yeah, socked away for a rainy day. So you, if you have to close your store or your restaurant or whatever, you should do it. And if, you know, like so many places in town, you're just going you know, day to day or whatever. Yeah. You, you got to close. Sorry. Yeah. It was an eye opener for me as, as far as I didn't, I, I knew businesses, but I don't, I didn't look at medical professionals that oh, way. See, I don't, man, I don't trust, I don't trust doctors or dentists or anything like, you know, we used to go to this dentist in town and she retired and this other guy took over her practice. And I think it's one of those things where if you buy somebody's practice, they, you know, how much have you made? What kind of customers do you have? That kind of stuff. And you know, he's probably, you know, when the, when COVID hit and he was you know just starting out, he probably saw a huge decline and it went from, you know, hey, everything looks good to, mm, I don't know. I think we're going to have to do some crowns and some root canals and things like that. And it's like, Oh wait, you're just trying to pay off that Jaguar. I'm not, you know, you don't, you don't get to do that to me. So we quit going to that guy and we found oh yeah somebody else, but yeah, you got to, you I mean, that's what second opinions are all about. We go out there in the world with this trust, like, you know, this medical professional knows what's, you know, what's best for me. Yeah. I don't, they know what they, they know what they know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, back in my hometown, there are people that go to medical professionals that say, you know, I've got plenty of uh, hydrochloric one. 
and ivermectin. Don't you worry. You know, and they're yeah, they still have their license. I guess I'm a, nothing I'm, matters. I was a little naive about that. So it's really kind of it's you know it's hard enough to live and you know and now you got to you got to really you got to kind of be a guy that you know that deals from a point of suspicion all the time. And yeah. I and I really don't like doing that. Yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. you just I think you just challenge and and fight back at all times. And, and ask for, say, yeah, ask, ask for, for clarification. Well, and you say, you know what, you want to charge me four fifty? You know what, I think I want to charge you a hundred bucks. Give me a hundred bucks right now, and I won't sue you or give you a bad Yelp review. What do you think? And they'll be <laughs> like, what? I mean, like, no, you're an asshole. Give me a hundred bucks, and I and I won't, I won't go out there and tell everybody. Just yeah, I have a pod a podcast that reaches <laughs> several Seven. people. <laughs> Um, you want to be one of our anti-sponsors? We got a lot of those. Which all of them, all seven of them, don't need dental work. So I don't know what the, you know what what good that's going to do. Yeah, right? <laughs> we can start. We can start a movement. The the cocktail hour. We're the only ones you can trust. I actually, <laughs> yeah, that is it's kind of funny. Actually, you know, I mean, that isn't that kind of what Yelp is, or 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 oh, yeah. what's those other places? What's the other thing you're supposed to, Angie's List or something like that? Oh, there's, or, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of things where you you review yeah. people and their services. I'm a big I'm a big Yelper. I Yelp all the time, mostly just so that when I'm when I go back somewhere, like oh, where was that place we went and had those good tacos or whatever? Yeah. Like when I went to Ireland, I saved all these places, and people are like, I'm going to Ireland. I'm like, oh, let me send you my my Yelp list of things that i thought were tasty in this weird little town you know that kind of stuff so, before the night is through yeah <laughs> I, was, that, I told you that my kid um crocheted me i mean uh cross-stitched a thing for me right that, this. <laughs> yeah. oh my god you did <laughs> yeah and you why is that not hanging it. up in your bathroom i want to know uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I should do that. I, I just want to my... see people's faces when they come out of the bathroom after they've seen that on the wall. <laughs> they'll be they'll yeah. look at you suspiciously and you go, Look, I'm not Irish. <laughs> your your kid not actually me. made that? Yeah, she did. It's uh you know, she Let me see it again. A, she's a big uh so for our friends at home, I have this little um <laughs> it's probably uh you know, probably a four <sighs> by four by six little frame and, and it looks like a little bit like folk art like embroidery. Oh yeah yeah i mean yeah. it is it is definitely a hand done thing and it's a beautiful kind of irishy penmanship it's got some little shamrocks on the side and it says you know if you listen to our theme song a lot it says you'll suck the cock of an irishman and uh yeah so it's just it's just a delightful little i'll little... give you a hundred dollars if you go put that on the shelf at hobby lobby I d- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just, would sell. It would sell <laughs> to people like us. They just you know, exactly. go buy this, go buy this and see what the cashier's face looks like. Uh-huh. I can't believe oh, that, you should take that, that your into, kid you took the take, time to make that. You should take that into Hobby Lobby and just come to and go, I need to see the manager. I need to see the manager. You're selling this. I am suing you. I, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to tell you. Right. I was yeah, looking I mean, for a does, puzzle. That, and it that does, yeah, this. I mean that does go back to my, you know, to my word art thing, where you just get the get like the worst Bible verses and put those on on signs. That I, I think that's a brilliant idea. I I would 
If I could cross stitch, I would do those right now. Well, you know what? She loves it. You got a, you got another phrase. I'll, I'll we'll put it in the hopper. <laughs> she's a she's a very accomplished cross stitcher. Oh, uh, uh, so I want to I want to read you something. I, I had oh, a please um, do. I had a, a discussion. Weird. I had a discussion. My phone just rang, and it's a phone in Egypt. Huh. What the hell does that mean? I didn't want to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> Probably. Or, or it's somebody, one, one of our listeners. It's now number eight. Ooh, Made it all the wow. way to Egypt. Sorry, <laughs> right, right, John. Two, what two, were you So, um, you know, politics sucks. We're kind of in a political season and nothing is, nothing is good. And my, you know, my family is from Georgia and my brother recently moved to Georgia and he tells me how, you know, the, the TV is just full of, I mean, every break is, you know, a political ad, another political ad or whatever. So um, last year or, or whenever they had uh, a couple of new Georgia senators were elected, I guess it was 2020 and, um, you know, kind of flipped the house. Like Georgia is a very Republican state, but these were two Democrat senators were elected uh, Raphael Warnock and, john ossoff so they Raphael. one of one of them took over the place that lady that was getting kickbacks and she was like this blonde-haired woman and kelly loffler was her name and she you know she was a crook so these guys are less crooks they're, they're probably all right but the republicans in wonderful republican form have figured out okay how do we defeat this you know this black senator who was elected and he's a he's a preacher so he's kind of a very dynamic guy so they've said, I, I understand. We're going we're gonna to run Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker is, the, is college's greatest football player. He made, he made Bo Jackson look like a one-legged kid, right? I mean, it's just, yeah. he, he was the, like 1980. He was, you know, the, yeah. just the greatest, better than OJ. I mean, right. we're talking running back for the stars. So Herschel Walker is running for um, senator. And he, and he was a professional football player and did really well. Well, he dropped out of, he dropped out of school, went to the pros, mm-hmm. did, did great, you know. And yeah. um, he's, so he's running for Senate. And um, he might not be, you know, he might not be the sharpest tool in the shed. I mean, I, I imagine a great football player spends a lot of time doing the football stuff and not studying equations right. or political science right, right. or things like that. So he um on Tuesday night he won the Republican nomination for Senate and they and they asked him, CNN guy said, uh, do you support any new gun laws in the wake of this Texas shooting? And Herschel Walker said, what I like to what I like to do is see it and everything and stuff. So that was his first quote. And then the next morning he shared some additional thoughts on the subject. After reminding viewers that Cain killed Abel, he added, what we need to do is look into how we can stop those things. You know, they talk about doing a disinformation. What about getting a department that could look at young men that's looking at women that's looking at social media? What about that? Looking into things like that. If we can stop it that way. And that's the end of his quote. So the hell does that mean? It means that America is in, in for some really bad shit. Right, because everybody in the state of Georgia loves the memory of Herschel Walker grabbing that football and running for a touchdown and screw you, Alabama or or Florida, that kind of stuff. Right, that's that's what it means. But it also means 
that by God, they're going to vote for this guy because, because football and evidently he's an idiot. So, um, (laughs) yeah. Um, uh, so I try, I try to engage my brother like, uh, wow. And my, and my brother doesn't want to talk about politics because, you know, he's, he's like an ostrich. If you stick your head in the sand, things will just go away and they don't, you know, nothing really matters and that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, fuck. It's just everybody, everybody's a crook. Nobody wants to to do anything, you know, Mm -hmm. these shootings. And then the next day they have an NRA rally and talk about how it's somebody else's fault. And I even saw that AOC, my favorite, um, Congresswoman in America, she, um, she's like, everything sucks. The Republicans are awful and the Democrats haven't done anything. I don't, I don't know what we do. Right. I mean, it's just gas prices are high. Food prices are high. People are getting shot. You know, all kinds of corrupt shit is happening through the world. You know, Twitter and Facebook are more important than anything. So yeah, I've come up with a new theory. I I came up with it this morning. It's crazy. Uh oh. So let's imagine that Danny's mother is correct and that God exists and is out and is and is real. And <laughs> She's is, not and, the only one. Just like just let's put that out. There, I'm, okay? I'm just I'm just trying to bring it home. Yeah. <laughs> and so there is this how, higher power that lives in the clouds that is all powerful, you know, because you, you have this thing like if God is all powerful, then do you want those 19 children to get killed or is he not all powerful and he couldn't do anything to stop those 19 kids or does he does he not care you know it's like you you have these philosophical things you can go through but let's say that our job is to is to pray for things right imagine just just follow me for a second our job is to say oh you know my my niece's uh daughter is really sick i'm gonna pray for her to um you know, get over this terrible, you know, virus that she's got and be able to breathe on her own and that kind of stuff. But if the devil is working in our lives, then the devil would say, I'm going to give you this Herschel Walker thing or this, this, uh, you know, Texas school shooting or this war in Ukraine or Elon Musk buying whatever, or Kim Kardashian showing her ass on, you know, Instagram or something like that. I'm giving you all these distractions so that you're not able to pray for good things to happen and that's that's what we're dealing with in the world today evil evil in the world taking our eyes off the prize where we should be um making the world a better place just through prayer because think about it the you know the catholics and the conservative christians they've been praying for the end to um abortion you know killing you know, millions of unborn babies and, you know, the women that are having 18, 25 abortions every year, they're praying for that to come to an end and uh, looks like they got it. Hmm. Right. So hmm. there you go. Hmm, that's my, that's my uh, prayer no, works. Religious philosophical thought for the day. Maybe that prayer makes really me think works. That prayer, maybe prayer really works. Yeah. I think it probably does. Doesn't does hurt. it work just because you pray? See, this is my 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 interpretation on that is prayer as as it's laid out. If you pray for things, it will. It's kind of like if you pray for it, then your prayers will be answered, right? You hope. Now the answer. I did, I mean, I did I mean, not get that Datsun two eighty ZX in nineteen eighty three that I really prayed for. I'll have right, you, know you that. did pray for it. 
And the answer was no. So again, but my, but the thing, what I, what I thought, and I think about this is prayer is, is, is important, but it's, it's also important to get the rest of you going. You know what I mean? To think about what you're praying about. And then, then subconsciously after you pray, you know, you start to make choices right that move that to what you, you what you prayed for i mean again praying mm-hmm. for a car is not the thing yeah because you know what you could pray for that car and then you're like praying and praying and praying and you're going i gotta get that car oh i you know so and so needs it needs help i'm gonna go get this job and i'm gonna make some money and next thing you know you're able to go buy the car no because- i wasn't thinking that i was like in high school and i'm like man i would really like to have this car that would be that would be awesome right but there again, was no that- there was no plan i just no, but i'm saying i just that. wanted to win it in a, a magazine contest but we all do that. That's not praying. That's wishing. There's a difference. I mean, praying mm-hmm. is usually yeah. probably putting some sort of you know thought or desire right into action, or maybe putting someone in subconsciously. Like, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. how I look at it. I mean, because you sit there and and you and that's why everybody's getting so upset when they, you you hear you know well thoughts and prayers. Well, of course, there's thoughts. You're thinking about the kids that are being shot and killed. You're you're praying for that those families. But what does that do? To your subconscious. Yeah, see that that's that that one statement. That's probably a real example of the devil working in. You know, I, I say like I don't believe that, but I mean the devil working in your life, right? Ted Cruz says thoughts and prayers. You you know that he didn't give a shit, right? He's like, I I'm sorry that you lost your child, and I pray that you will still vote for me. Those are the prayers that he's, you know, that <laughs> yeah. he's doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and yeah. Um, I pray that I will still get you know 1.3 million dollars in campaign funds from the NRA if I right. if I do my speech there and you know that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not. I mean, if you say if you say thoughts and prayers, you're an asshole, right? Because that statement has you know you could actually just stay quiet and maybe pray for the families and you know pray for those cops to get a backbone, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. You could do those kind of things, but um, thoughts so, yeah, and prayers. But- I think I yeah. think the people that, that pray and, and find it effective use that not only just as saying it and and be you know humbled by it, but I think they also start thinking up in the brain. They they, they choose a, a more positive outlook. They do the better things. They do the right things. They do the the things yeah. that are good. They or, give. they or they yeah they they imagine change happening, and so they become part of it. Right. I'm praying that. Right. You know, there will be no more abortions. And so, you know, I'm going to I'm going to vote about this. I'm going to go to a march. I'm going to stand outside an abortion clinic and hold a sign and badger women that are actually in trouble and and need me. But, you know, this is what God compels me to do. I think it's interesting that like the three of us, I would assume we are not we're not big churchgoers. Right. No, I mean, we've all been to church before, but it's. It's kind of less, you know, church, the, the establishment, it's less good than it used to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I mean, churches, you know, churches on TV, they've always been grifters and that kind of stuff, you know, taking your money for, you know, a fake campaign in South Africa or whatever. But I feel like churches are, you know, just taking money and they're not doing stuff. And most of the yeah. kind of churches that have vibrant, you know, congregations that aren't there to, you know, pray for a swift death and into the pain that's plaguing my everyday existence. Uh, they're, they're kind of full of uh, like evil dudes, right? You know, we, we're praying for Donald Trump, you know, yeah. I think they should 
pray for Donald Trump to go to prison. They haven't, they didn't finish that sentence, but um, yeah. Well, when you see somebody that truly is, whether it's a clergy or whatever, somebody that follows their faith, the real true ones, you don't really hear much about yeah. because they're too busy doing something, you know, that moves life forward in a positive way. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I always think of yeah. Jimmy Carter or somebody like that. You know, yeah. He's 90 years old and he's building houses for Habitat for Humanity. And you don't want, you know, there's not a press off. There's not a, there's not, there's not yeah. a press conference for that. There's not a, he's not on the cover of Time Magazine, you know, holding the two before. It's just what he does. And, and that's, and, the, and the, he doesn't even have to be a politician. It could be, he could have been a businessman, which he was, but those are the kind of things that, that don't really, we don't want to hear about that. That's not, we want to hear, you know, some politician up there and, you know, bringing Franklin Graham along with them going, yes, this is oh, this. And they're just, you know, Franklin or, jo- Graham. or Joel Osteen or somebody like that. No. You know what? That doesn't, that doesn't impress. That doesn't, there's nothing godly about that. There's nothing that, you know, is, is in the eyes of Christ about that. In my opinion, I'm sorry. I mean, it's yeah. just when machine. I, when I think, yeah, when I think about religious people that I remember thinking you're a good dude, they were the ones that were doing things and making a difference they weren't yeah. interested in you know growth they were not interested in, they weren't well i mean you, i think i think as a preacher you have to be interested in growth because then the, the methodist church will move your ass somewhere else if you didn't build a new uh, youth center and basketball court right back yeah. but um yeah. yeah i mean people like when my brother-in-law passed away you know we went to the local church and you know met with this guy and it, you know wasn't a wasn't a church that the family had been to or, or any of that kind of stuff. It was just some guy. And uh he was a real decent fellow. You know, he said stuff at the service and he, you know, was was kind of caring and he, you know, was not rich and famous in that toxic little town. But um yeah. That's I mean, I think that's what it's about. And the yeah. you know, the louder you are the maybe the more awful you are. I saw a thing where this guy was like, if you're a Democrat, you are not welcome in this church. If you vote Democrat and you're a baby killer, then you just get out or whatever. And, you know, then people on uh, TikTok or, or Twitter or somebody, they reported him to the IRS and they those guys lost their tax exempt status. And there's oh, some because because he was telling people how to vote and stuff. Yeah, he was doing political stuff. Now, there's some question that, about may he may not may not have had tax exempt status because you have to you know, apply for it and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, who knows what, what anybody really does, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So I would like, uh, yeah. you know, I'm going to, I'm going to start praying for um, something better. Yeah. And then you I don't know, I don't that know what that is, but yeah. Well, not certainly not what we've got. I'm going to start praying more for me. Yeah, you should, you should pray for it. Cause just, I need help. I need lower, <laughs> I need lower eating. prices. I'm going to pray for lower prices. Which means yeah. I'm going to go be buying. I'm going to go shop somewhere else. I'm going to go get my skin shit frozen off by some guy, you know, that's working out of a strip mall. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if somebody's freezing a wart off, I mean, you you can go to CVS and get your kit that does that. I yeah. think that we, I don't know. Can you go buy a, sc- a sterile scalpel at the drugstore? Yes, you can buy it at not yeah. a, at a medical supply. You can. Can I buy a syringe? I think you I can. don't think you can without a doctor's. Uh, no, I bought. I actually bought syringes online. Oh, did you? Okay, because I. But you. <laughs> the funny thing is, I could only get fifty of them. I couldn't buy ten. 
because I was using them huh. to, to um, kill plants, you know, or, or, or tree roots that, you know, this thing. So you yeah, inject yeah. them with, with like, you know. Do you have a, do you have a bunch <clears throat> left over? Could I have, I a have couple? tons left over. Yeah, I need to get next time I'm over, I need to get some syringes. Yeah. And they have the needles that, you know, they're all separate. You've got your little tiny syringes. Oh, yeah. That's good. You know. They're pretty cool, actually. You yeah, know, no, you need you need those kind of things. But if you had a sterile scalpel and you had a syringe and you knew what to put in that syringe, you know, whatever the hell it is, you could do all kinds of like self medical stuff, right? You know, I'm gonna yeah. I got I'm gonna just inject this lump in my arm with some bacon soda. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> or do your own mouse research. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> Or, you know, you know, you just, you say to your wife, you know, you've got this skin tag on your back, hang on one second. And you just kind of pull it really tight and get the <laughs> sterilized scalpel. I think <laughs> count three, one, two, clunk. well, you got to put a little, but then when the screaming stops, <laughs> yeah, put a little, put a little rub and alcohol on it. It should get good too. You become a moil. You know? <laughs> How hard could that be? Right. You just grab the tip and pull really hard and then just, whoop. I don't think it's that easy. Yeah. I'm, it's a, that's a little bit, there's a lot at stake. <laughs> yeah. But if you had the right kind of knife, right. And it was the right shape, you could just kind of run it right around the tip and then you're good to go. I mean, that kind of, that kind of stuff heals pretty quick. Why don't you just get one of them things where you get the corn off a cob, you know, you just kind of, you know, and it, it doesn't that, that man over the, with the seven day old baby. That's a small ear corn. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, it's a good thing we didn't go into medicine or yeah. maybe we should maybe or we maybe say, we should yes you know what medical professionals don't know anything come to come to the cocktail hour <laughs> medical, medical office and like mm, i'm gonna cut that off of you ma'am i don't know i don't know what that is but it's that can't be good we'll even yeah, four hundred fifty dollars we'll even throw in a poop out fat there for you oh yeah here take <laughs> yeah, yeah that'd be great if you had some kind of some kind of pill that was just um, tapeworms, and you're like, I can lose weight now. Come into my clinic, and you know, I'm I'm overweight. I want to lose some weight. Take this. Take now that. come back to me in four months, and I'll give you I will give you the antidote to kill everything you just took. And you're like, what? Oh yeah, <laughs> I gave you like five or six different kinds of worms. I mean, you're you're in it. You're a, right now. You're a cattle that can't be sold for human consumption. So you come back and we'll kill all that. <laughs> but, you know, this is true. I mean, that, uh, would, that would fucking work. We could make so much money. I are think you, we could are you lazy and fat? Come on in. I got the answer right here. <laughs> what are all those cows doing back there? Don't you don't you worry about them? <laughs> Take this pill. They're pets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, gentlemen, here we are again. What are we at? We're at, we're at? We're at time, man. It's been it's been an hour. Kelly's getting a call. Um, it's somebody from Singapore this time. What does this mean? Uh, answer it. No, I'm not answering. Sometimes I, I, getting... I talked to an Indian guy called me the other day. It was one of those things where um, uh, you please don't use your Apple product. Um, your account has been whatever, and you need to talk to one of our, and it's, you know, the worst robot voice. You need to talk to one of our accounts. So when that happens, I always press one to talk to the, to the person. And so the guy's <laughs> like, hello, this is Steven. I am from Apple. And I'm like, look, if I just give you $20 right now, if I just Venmo you 20 bucks, 
will you put me on the list and never call me again? I mean, we all know this is a scam, but you know, maybe it's worth it to me. And he goes, Oh yeah, Mr. Smart guy. How are you, how are you going to give me that uh, $20? And I'm like, well, I'll come over to your house. I'll come over to your house and I'll give it to you. And or maybe I should give it to your mom. And he's like, why, do, why don't you give me the $20 and then I will fuck your wife with it. And he hangs up, you know, really quick. So I didn't get to, I didn't get to engage at the <laughs> level that I wanted to, you know, just kind of that teenage boy. Oh yeah. Well, fuck you. Let me, you know, Oh yeah. You're, your mom nice. so, but that that's the thing like they they answer the phone like hello but then you break through that barrier of you know you're a fucking criminal and then they are angry dirty mouthed people from some other country and it's and it's really interesting how quickly it goes from you know hi i'm calling to get your money to you know fuck you right that, yeah that is, you know. should well, i be you- concerned that i'm getting calls from egypt and singapore no. no, because it's what they do is they um they spoof those numbers so they're not calling from any of those places. It's like you ever get a call on your phone that that is like strangely similar to your own phone number? Yes. Yeah. Not that like, I remember. I yeah, know. so you like the first, you know, the the first three digits of your, you know, phone number. Yeah. So they're the yeah. same, that kind of stuff. They just they just spoof those numbers. And so you get a call and it's you know, and you're like, oh, you know, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, is that, you know, is that where grandma is? And then you, you just answer it. So they're, they're doing that because it's like, oh, I'm going to call from Egypt. That's fancy. Oh. I'm going to answer it. But they're not. Must be Egypt. important. They're from a call center in uh, somewhere a lot less cool than that. Yeah. 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 Ukraine. All right. All right, gentlemen. Okie doke. Have a fabulous week. Yeah, well, we'll goodbye, see you everybody. Soon. Keep, uh, goodbye, keep the, happy Memorial keep the Day. Faith. Don't or, forget to vote. Yeah, keep for something. Faith, man. I don't even know what. But yeah, <laughs> happy Memorial Day. Don't uh, don't join the military unless you have to. That's my motto. <laughs> okay, see you later. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>